What? My check, my check, one, two, three, four. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wolfpad Podcast with your host, Wolfson, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly topics that happen on a weekly basis in the entertainment industry. Now, without further ado, let's get down to the shits, because holy crap, there's some really nasty stuff that really happened. This is not bad topics. No, this is ugly topics that we have to discuss because it really grinds my gears and it grinded a lot of people's gears about this. Like, it's just banana. We're going to get into it. But before anybody asks, Wilson, why is your setup a little bit different? Uh, yes. Okay. So let me address that a little bit. Um, I'm not in the regular studio. I took a day off so, so I can spend time with my fiance. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, hey baby. And yes, so I have to spend time with her. I took the day off. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I cannot record. So I have a small little window to record because she's allowed. I'm allowed to record. Okay, I'm the boss, big alpha. That's right. Mm. Boom. Anyways, while this little bit window that I'm taking right now, I have to address some of the stuff that's happening. And now we're gonna get down to the shiznits. All right. So this happened not too long ago. And it involves with the artist um, Notlo. Now, for those of you who don't know who Notlo is, because I didn't know who she was either. Notlo happens to be a bass music producer. Um, I don't know how long she's been in the scene. I've, this is literally the first time me hearing her. But looking on the profile, she has like, like literally management, like good, like good management and agencies. So. She's under United Talent Agency, which is like pretty good management. Never heard of this company, but, you know, the fact that she's managed by certain people and, you know, she's been good. She, she's being in the scene. OK, so we're going to take a look at this. Let's see. Uh, all right. There you go. We're going to take a look at this. Um, so here she is. Not low. Um, she's her pronouns. Um, sure. What, whatever. Call yourself whatever you want. I don't care. Um, so you're, here's the booking, the agency, and this is the labels that she's probably released or has been released, or it's been known to be released by, you know, and the only ones that I know is Deadbeats and Cyclops, Odyssey Music, uh, probably Odessa's record label, no, established by Closey, never mind, I don't know who the fuck these guys are, no, no hate, no hate, but it's just, what? <laughs> Anyways, um, Sure. Uh, I've never heard of these um, Deep Dark Danger and Odyssey music. I mean, good for them. Oh, she, so she released this. Now, you guys are wondering, why are we talking about her? Why? What's this relevant for me? What, what does this do to me? Well, it turns out there has been a very, very particular incident with this girl. And I'm going to discuss it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you already are fully aware of what it is. But for those of you who don't know... Here's here's the sauce. She's been accused of plagiarism. Nani? That's right. She's been accused of plagiarism. And the word of the street is basically she downloaded a demo, a sample pack demo, 
claim it as hers and upload it to or send it over to one of the record labels known as Dead Beats, Zed's Dead's record label, and, and had an official release. Nani? Yeah, that's a doozy. That's a doozy. I know a lot of people are like, what? Huh? Huh? Nani? It's like, what do we care? Like people use samples. Like, hold on. We're going to get into that later on. We're going to get into that later on because this is actually there's a there's a slight difference between plagiarism and and using the samples. And what she did was straight up plagiarism. And we're going to take it into one of those. One of those. So let me see if I can find the clip right here. Okay, here you go. So this is by Xander Black, a.k.a. at Denver Dabber. So he posted this, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people like follow for it. Let me show you guys what I'm talking about. So this is the, the video that I'm talking. He goes by step one, find a dope sample pack with demo track. Step two, take the demo track and rename it and release it at your own song on a label. Step three, rinse and repeat. Step one and two multiple times. Step four, profit. Not low, not low, not low bass music that beats. So this is what it is. So we're going to take a listen to it. Okay. All right. So this is, this is her, her release. guys so the reason why i'm a little bit shocked because in my defense i didn't hear the demos or the the alleged demos that's no longer alleged it's legit i didn't hear the demos that she ripped off congratulations you played yourself oh my god bro she belongs to the street so i know what she actually did emotional damn it because there's like a slight little little eh but that's straight up ripped she plagiarized. She copy paste, only to add a little bit of sound and a little bit of um harmonics. So she pitched it just a little bit because I can hear the difference out of it in certain instances. But bro, that's legit copy paste. She belongs to the street. With just added a little touch. That's it. Little touch. Gotcha, bitch. 
How the fuck some of these labels didn't recognize the plagiarism of it? Congratulations, you played yourself. Hey, yo! Emotional, damn it! Hey, yo! Yo! Guys, I don't care whether you're a man or a woman or whatever you identify yourself. If you literally rip a song and claim it as yours and you didn't do anything out of it, you're a thief. You're, you're a thief. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Doesn't matter what your pronouns are. Doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. Doesn't matter anything. No matter how many hundreds of thousands of followers you rip a song from someone else's hard work and claim it as yours, you're a thief. It's plagiarism, and you should go to jail for that. In fact, I'm surprised that some of these people haven't gotten a lawsuit to, uh, towards her. I'm surprised. So this is what really went down. She literally copy-pasted a demo from a sample pack, from not, not just one sample pack, bury a sample pack, and claim it as hers. Oh, and I'm pretty sure all she did was just tune it a little bit, like pitch it like a few decibel, like a few octaves up, and then loop it. Call out a day. It's a song. I don't need to mix a master. It's already done like that. Straight up plagiarism. And the fact that none of these fucking labels recognized it, they didn't realize, they didn't do their due diligence. Congratulations. You played yourself. But needless to say, these big labels didn't do their fucking job. We're going to talk about that later too. So this has been like legit Twitter trending. Twitter trending. Twitter went nuts over her. Nuts. And of course, why, why wouldn't you expect? I mean, I don't consider like going to Twitter to, you know, to do this type of shit. But I kind of agreed to it. And I kind of like, good. Let her know that she sucks and that she's a thief. Not, I'm not trying to be like the cyber bully guy, like bully her, like calling her. No. Calling her out on her bullshit versus bullying her. Are, are two different things. There's a slight difference. Slight. Me calling her out in my podcast is one thing. Now asking people to berate her and tell her that she's a fake, that's a different story. That's bullying. I don't condone the bullying, but I'm totally okay with calling her out and let the whole world know not to do the business with her. So obviously she got caught red-handed. How couldn't, how couldn't you not? And she made this and I read this because this is how I, I was able to find all of the bullshit. She made this half-ass apology, which we're going to read it. So this is the tweet. She made this half-ass apology. She goes, everyone, please read this. Hey, everyone. I want to address this and move forward. I have been... Move forward. <laughs> I love that statement. Because there's no moving forward with this. Your, your career as a music producer should be over by now. There is no moving forward with you and your life. Like, no. Find something else. Anyways, um, I've been reading the feedback and, and hear you. Feedback by ass. Everybody's been calling you out. What kind of feedback are you talking? No, okay. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm getting too excited. <sighs> Anyways, I genuinely care so much. My journey as an artist has been a massive learning experience on a daily basis. What experience? You started not too long ago. And all you did was just rip. You Stole other people's ideas that call your name. Okay. Although there's no guy on the creative... Hold on. I need to read this one more time. 
Although there is no guidebook on the creative process, I understand that the tracks in question are disappointing and I have requested to take them down. NANI? That irks me. That irks me. She belongs to the street. Although there's no guidebook on the creative process, there kind of is. Rule number one, don't steal other people's tracks and claim it as yours. That's kind of like the obvious one. It's like an unwritten rule. And it, or, or maybe, let me put it this way. Let me put in the legality terms. It is a written rule. It's called plagiarism. And you can get a fine and even go to court. You even go to jail at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Community service, like a few months, a year, two. I don't know. That Depending on the extent of it. If you make money on someone else's job, on someone else's creativity without giving them the credit, technically you could get sued and lose. So this whole notion of although there is no guided book on the creative process, uh, sorry, honey, but there is. One of them is don't fucking rip other people's songs. And before you say no, but it wasn't me, it was my girlfriend. Oh, so you don't make any music. All right, so blame it on the on the ghost producer then. Who's the ghost producer who did that for you? There is a guiding process, and I mean there is a guidebook to creative pro, uh, to the creative process of making a song, and you have to learn it from either the mentor for mentoring by other producers or engineers, or you go to YouTube.com, where there's like hundreds of thousands of fucking videos that you can learn from it, from the best. And from and from creator uh, content creators, or you can go to online school like Icon or Into the Base or the Forbidden Society or Industry say whatever, or you could go to legit fucking school. There's definitely a guiding process. Oh, and to be creative in the sense of sound designing, whatnot. Before you even go to that knowledge, yes, there also is a creative a creative process to doing that. If I have if I download a preset from whichever sample pack, it doesn't matter. It was, that's someone else's, you know, sound. Why would a label upload a son of mine that sounds like an, another artist? They don't want that. They want they want you to sound different. So what do you do with that preset? <laughs> Resample, redesign it, add multiple effects, and destroy the sound. Destroy the sound to the point that you just made a new sound, and the sound it sounds even doper. If only you knew that there's hundreds, if not thousands of producers in the world that does a lot of sampling. And not only did they do a lot of sampling, but you couldn't tell that they sample it from, from a sample pack. Why? Because they resample it. They read, read it, add effects, layer it, and may, before you know it, it's a new song, a new sound. This is lazy writing to the point that it's, in a, it's stealing, which is what you did. So I'm sorry. I cannot. I cannot feel bad for you by saying although there's no. But that whole statement of although there's no guiding guidebook on the creative process, no, go fuck yourself at that point. Like you're not. You're not even sorry at that point. You're not acknowledging what you did was wrong. That's there is a there is emotional damage. Anyway, let's just move on. In addition, I am reaching out to the creators of these sample bots to talk to them. Good. Give them the credit. Give them the money that you earn. I'm dedicating to uh, dedicated to continue to further my craft and hold myself to a higher standard in the production process. No shit. That's exactly what you should have been doing. I am deeply sorry. No, you're not. I used 
to use a lot of samples and loops. I hope it. Okay, so this is something well known about her. She used to use a lot of samples and loops. So basically, all her old songs could be the same as well. Hmm. Who the fuckings? I am deeply sorry. I use to. Uh, I hope it hasn't discouraged people from creating. No, it actually encouraged them a lot because you're just a thief. I'm really excited about my unique recent and future releases. I nobody cares. I truly care about music more than anything, and I hope my recent upcoming music makes you proud. Um, <laughs> it's a half-ass apology what she put out. I'm gonna be straight with her. Like she tried to. This is saving face. This is saving face. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of bookings have been canceled because of this recent thing. Because everybody's an opera and nobody wants to see her live or hear any of her music and whatnot. Um, my thoughts on this apology, it's half-ass. She is not taking accountability of it. All she says is like, I'm, talk I'm reaching out to the creators to talk to them. And the whole thing that I'm going to continue to craft my own and hold myself to a higher standard. That's You should have done that for the... Um, I used to use uh, sample pads and loops. You know what? Everybody uses it. I a few uh, f like a year ago, I interviewed Mikey ba Barinichi. Shout out to him. He's a house producer, and he claimed it himself that he's been using samples on his tracks, and it got to label releases. Now the difference is is that he purchased those samples, and then he mixed it up. He there's an interview on the Lone Wolf podcast that you guys can check it out. He didn't per he didn't just like oh yeah just like. This is considered my line. No, the sample he uses, he he tweaked it a little bit, slapped it, and post process it, and then it's like, all right, cool. And if the la house labels are cool with that, that's fine. But in my head, I said my I said myself, and I told him it's like that's lazy writing, to be honest. Just slap a, a sample loop and call it yours. It's lazy writing. I I would not call him and his work plagiarism because he actually admits like, yeah, I used samples and I use a small portion of samples and just loop it and do other crazy shit and then no. All right. So he did something crazy about it instead of like literally rip the demo track, the demo track of the sample pack and call it yours. That's different. And this girl cannot go on. It could be any other person and I will call them out. Fucking especially years ago, for those of you who don't remember, Caked Up. If you guys forgot about Caked Up, um, they were notoriously known to rip other people's work and they called them out. And instead of analogy, then no, they just double down and say like, fuck you, we worked this hard and this and whatnot, which is like super in their part because, you know, we can tell that you, you didn't do it, you know? And yeah, they got canceled. I haven't heard from them in a long time. I know that one of them went to jail. I don't know if it's plagiarism or is it because of any other thing. I don't know. All I know is that, you know, they got canceled and she's going to be next. Now. I'm going to move on to some of the uh, comments and other people talking about this thing. So you guys can know like what's what and you know how what people are saying about it. Maybe see. There you go. So I, I saved this on my bookmark because I feel it's crazy. The issue is you ripped a sample pack demo and submitted it to a label claiming as your own. I'm all use. I'm all for using samples and presets to learn and even using it and releasing songs as practice run for song structures and how it will play out. But straight up ripping is wrong. I agree. See, and and I'm not the only one who does this. He does it. 
and well-established artist does this a lot more. In fact, if you guys remember back in uh, back in last year when I interviewed when I interviewed Ten Graphs, who's now Altair, he even said it so like you heard one of my songs, right? And it's dope as fuck, and it looks super unique, and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, fucking amazing. He goes and said, I bet you didn't know that I used one sample pack, and that sample pack became that song. You didn't re recognize it. I'm like, holy shit! It all all this came from one sample pack, yeah. And that and that's what the people love, right? It sounds dope. Call it a day. It it ain't broke. Why fits it? But the thing is, it's what he said. He he resampled it. He like. Structured it. In fact, he even left a part of the sample pack in the main song, but he used that as like, all right, let me like do some crazy shit that I can do with this whole song. So yeah, there is there is a difference. You can use it, and people still use it to this day. But like I said, ripping the demo of a sample pack, that's not right. Anyways, more more to it. Everyone, please read. I'm not gonna read this because this is basically making fun of her. Um, the video, that question that we saw earlier, why is this a fin at all? Where's the shame? How do you grab a sample pack demo, project file, whatever, and do nothing to learn from it and or even change it for that matter? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Trends says, seeing a lot of people defending not low, which I'm going to discuss that too as well. Seeing a lot of people defending not low right now on the notion of every artist uses samples. What's so wrong with that? Sampling not equal to stealing. Facts, bro. Facts. Preach about it. Sampling is a derivative of taking one idea in another direction than the original intention. Stealing is what not low did. Facts. I love how everyone in a position of power always barely even 24 hours after a scandal is exposed says the exact same shit. Just move on, guys. Grow up and focus on creating art, not drama. Well, if the guilty party focused a little more on creating this, wouldn't have happened, huh? And I'm gonna talk about the labels. And I know there was um, there was something that Infinite also said. My brother, shout out to him. Have a song together. We're gonna we're gonna release it soon when the time is right. How are some of these huge artists defending blatant plagiarism on the timeline? Y'all's double standards in this game are so fucking weird. And I and I replied to it and it says, not just huge artists, but set labels as well, which is extremely wild to me. And I agree. It's wild that a lot of people are defending her. All because everybody decided to call her out. Nani? All be because people started to call her out. Like I said earlier, there's a difference between bullying and calling someone out. Calling someone out for the bullshit versus me berating and, and calling you fake and this your sub, blah, 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 blah. That's bullying. That's two different things. But me saying like you're fake because of these reasons. You just committed a crime in all this. Like it's a and it's wild, wild to me to think. Like I'm reading these, I'm reading from these people, and they're just saying like they're defending her. They're defending her all because she's like, well, you know, she's an not becoming artist. They give her a break. What about what about the hundreds and thousands of producers who actually all local levels, all upcoming artists who have been tirelessly working their asses off to make a fucking decent song so for one of your labels can and listen to it and release it? What about those guys that work their asses off? No, they get trumped over 
by people like her to be releasing, you know, rips of somebody else's work. Like, come on, guys. Where's the fucking double standard in all this? And I hate the fact that people are defending her because what she did was wrong. It's like, what are you doing? Like, stop bullying her. Like, Nani? how are we bullying when we're telling her, dude, you, what you did was wrong. Oh, but move on. Oh, OK. So if, if I do it, are you going to tell me to move on? Are you going to defend me? <laughs> Fuck no. You're just going to say like, now nah, we don't accept these people. So the notion that people are defending her because they can't understand the concept of sampling versus stealing and that we have to, we have to put it out. I have to report and let the people know, yo, this is wrong. It's fucking wild to me. Emotional, damn it. It's wild to me that we have to have this conversation and trying to understand what the difference one and the other. It's called literally plagiarism, stealing. You ripped someone else's work and claim it as yours and release it on labor so you can get paid out of it, so you get recognition out of it without giving that person's credit. It's called stealing. You're a thief. I don't know why people are saying no, but people use sampling. It's a fucking difference, guys. Why do we need to repeat ourselves? It's a difference. Sampling, take one thing, you take one sound, one loop, and spread it around to become a song. That's one thing versus, oh, this is a demo of a, of a sample back. All right, take this, slap it as my name, add, detune it a little bit, loop it two more times. There, song done. You don't have to even mix or master. That's like literally an insult to our face. It's a slap to our face. The fact that, oh, someone can just rip other people's work and put it on a label. <laughs> That's all it takes? Ah, Unagi. This is where I go into sensei mode. Now we're going to go to the label, start defending her for releasing her song. Congratulations. You played yourself. Said labels, like I said, said labels are defending her. And something that Altair mentioned before in our interview, you guys can check it out. Some of these labels, and, I, and you don't want, and you don't want, I hate, I hate that I'm right. I hate that I'm right, guys. Why, Wilson, why you say that? Because I've called them out so many times. I've mentioned this to numerous artists and numerous interviews. I've talked about this on our episodes, various episodes. I even called them out on why I feel demo submissions are a load of crap. You shouldn't send any demos. Send it to the artists because the majority of these ARs are full of shit. They don't know anything about music because I'll tell you in the interview, he mentions that these are these said artists, these said artists, these said A&Rs, they used to be drug dealers in a, in a, in a sense. Everybody who started a, a record label, it's because they weren't good at drug dealing and now they're just like doing music and whatnot. And then they just pass it out to homies who don't know or have any experience of that. Now, I'm not telling everybody, every label is like that. There's some some labels that they took into consideration and they will be, you know, tell you this is how it is. But the majority of these half-ass labels, and I'm sorry to say, Deadbeats and Cyclops, you guys are all half-ass. Because that's the lack of common sense, of, of half-assing your work, of not taking your time and, and listen to the song and see if there's others that sound like that. 
and still have it released and yet at the at the end defending the person who plagiarized you guys did a half-assed job i'm sorry said that i got no beef with you guys but the fact that you let this happen under your record label bro that just shows you how little you guys care about record how about uh, about artists and like i said in the in one of the previous episodes because this is a literally 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 a it's not what you know it's about who you know it's who you know that's how you get your music out there it's who you know have them play your songs labels are interesting they always want to assign your songs it's who you know perfect example of who you know I didn't know about her. I never heard of my life until this. I don't know how long she's going to last in the industry. And the fact is, like, she could have just literally take mentorship from well-established artists and could have learned. But the fact that she just did it the lazy way is just shows you how little she cares. And she's not in it for the community. She's not in it for the music either. She's just in it for the for the fame, the exposure, the money. The easy, the easy route. Those routes, the easy route, can tear you down right away. And I'm pretty sure she knew a few people that she got hooked up and then it's like, all right, let's release it. It's not what you know, it's who you know. My thoughts to close this because it's been, it's been a while talking about it. And I'm basically, I'm done talking about it. I'm pretty sure I'm going to talk about this in a future episode with someone. Wink, wink. She just, she, she needs to be canceled altogether. I'm, I know there's people that be saying like, bro, you shouldn't cancel her like this and that. It's like, bro, she deserves to be canceled. In fact, she deserves not to be like ever release music ever again. Because now she just created this, um, you know, reputation. I was like, every time we hear your music, oh, chances are that you ripped someone else's work. And no one's going to take you seriously. All because you did that. I'm sorry, but I don't know how long you're going to be in this industry, but it seems like you're not going to be that long. You'll have to switch to house where they're acceptable of ripping other people's work or sampling shit. Base? Nope. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on with the next topic because I'm dumb talking to her, talking about her. And I don't know. My, my conclusion to all this is just like how the industry is full of shit. How everybody in the industry that works in labels are not are full of shit. Anyways, let's just move on. Um, I don't have anything with Okeechobee. I wish I had some stuff with Okeechobee about the recent updates with the tragedy of it. I'll let you guys know a little further down the road. Um, oh, definitely. I want to talk about this because this got a while. This came up in, in, in my radar. I was like, what? Diplo doesn't necessarily think it's gay that another man went down on him. Nani? DJ, the DJ opened up his sexual experience on Emily Radagowski's podcast. Um, okay, small take. Small take on this. Small take. I don't care if you want to explore your sexuality. I don't care if you're if you're a guy that's interested in chicks or you're a chick that's interested in guys or that you're a guy interested in other guys or a chick that's interested in other chicks or vice versa um, or trans or bi or pan. Like, I don't care. I have love for them. 
I have friends that are gay. They're good friends of mine. I even have co-workers. They're great people. I no hate against them. Nothing. Everybody has their right to do whatever they want to do and however they want to feel. That's your prerogative. That's your freedom about it. Absolutely. Explore your sexuality however you want. But if somebody tells me that I'm, I'm, I let someone from the same sets to get down on me and you say it's not gay, it's like, Kinda is. You serious? It kind of is. Just because you don't want to admit it yet, probably it's because you're still hiding in the closet. But there's nothing wrong to hide it either. Like, go ahead and be free, you know? But I'm assuming that saying that, you know, uh, it's not gay if a guy goes down on you kind of is. Unless you consider yourself bisexual, then that's a different story. You like men and women? All right. Everybody has the right to, to be feeling whichever teens they want to be. And if, if you're a bisexual, if you claim that you're a bisexual by saying, like, I love, you know, getting down on women, but once in a while, I don't mind a dude get down on me. That's being bisexual. That's not being gay. That's being bi. Like, you go both ways. That's fine. But saying that it's not, it's just whatever is like, pause. No, bro, that, that, that's exactly what it is. Let's just let's just read this article. Um, so the DJ music producer Diplo just revealed that he had a sexual encounters with men before, Nani? but that he doesn't categorize these experiences as automatically making him gay. Bruh. Gotcha, bitch. Emotional damage. Yo. Okay. Let's move on. I'm sure I've got uh, I've got a uh, a BJ from a guy before for sure. He doesn't. He says to actress Amara uh -huh, on her progress. I don't know if it's gay unless you like make eye contact while there's the BJ happening. Radikowski retorted that this was such a straight guy thing to say, but Diplo remains there. Getting a BJ BJ is not that gay. I think. I think. Oh my god. Oh, and all this happening as that tangent from the original conversation about women, which feels apparently somehow. Later in the interview, Diplo told that while he definitely does not identify as gay, that isn't to necessarily say that he doesn't look at men, a small number of men, as potential romantic or sexual process. Oh, okay. So you're bi. I think the best answer I have is I'm not gay. There are a couple of guys I could date life partners wise. He said, going on to describe himself as somebody who is more attracted to vibe than gender. Oh, okay. So you're pansexual then. This isn't the first time Diplo has spoken about his sexuality, stating that everyone's a little gay. And I read it in AAMM. Okay. He is also a friend and a collaborator over OPEC, the mass country star whose music is rifle on homoerotic iconography. Okay. Herself that previously expressed her own belief that sexual attraction is not uh, fits binary. I think satellite is on sliding scale. I don't really believe in straight people. Uh, okay, that statement's just bullcrap, honestly. From her, yeah, it's easier for you to say you're you're a girl. No, nothing that I have against them. No, no against them. I'm just saying. Um, what are my thoughts on this? Um, I'm just gonna keep it short. Uh, Diplo, bro, um, you're pansexual or bisexual. You love. People not based on gender, but based on their vibes. 
yeah, you're bi or pan, however you want to call it. But you're not gay. Like, you're a little gay. Just like you described it, you're a little gay. But you you don't identify as a gay person. All right, that's one thing. But don't just say, like, I'm not gay, but I have a guy, you know, giving me head while, uh, while I'm <laughs> eating someone out from behind. I'm like, like, okay, there's some level of gayness in all this. Um, and you're pan. And that's okay. That's okay. But don't come on over on a podcast and claim that, like, I'm not this and that. When when you when you look at the evidence, you're like, but you kind of are. So you're like, you're not as open as Bad Bunny on sexuality or I, I guess. But, but, you know, call it stripes and stripes. You know, don't just bullshit people and keep, keep people like me just going and wondering, huh? Nani? Anyways, I don't know. That was just a small topic. I thought it to be interesting that he doesn't claim that he's gay, but. Clearly, the evidence says that he's definitely um, bi or pan. I don't know, guys. I, I don't know. Um, now moving on to the next topic, I don't want to talk about Colin Kaepernick's you know, recent remarks. Well, now I kind of have to do. So lately, Colin Kaepernick um, released a book not too long ago about black people or you know, black families or something like that. I, I can't. I'm just talking out of my ass. I just looked over it. I felt like maybe this is a topic to talk about. But at the same time, I was like, nah, like this is way too much, you know? And so the bottom line that he's getting flagged over because in the book, it describes that his parents are racist. And what I mean about that is because um, he's adopted. He was adopted by a white family. But here's the thing. The white family claimed him as his son, no matter what, blood, blood or not. That's their son. That's their child. That's their family. Which is like, that's fucking dope. Like, if the whole world can do that, then yeah. Doesn't matter what race or gender you are. Like, you are my child, no matter what. But uh, in the in the book, he, call, he claims that his parents are racist. Now, I feel like that's kind of a stretch. If they were racist, they would never, never would have adopted you. Plain and simple. There's not much to discuss. Like, they would have never adopted you to begin with. And he's getting flag out of it. And I feel like that's like kind of the like the recent most coonet shit you can ever think about because, bro, these people give you love. They demonstrate you love just because they don't understand what it is to be in that skin color. Doesn't mean that they don't love you anymore or any less. They love you. But to later on to treat them as like, yeah, these white folks, you know, they 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 treat they they didn't know what it is to be this and that and I'm like bro you're calling out your own parents on the and putting out there in the spot on public after everything they they did for you you could have ended up in the orphanage or in the system and you could have done a way worse lifetime but the fact that they put you a bed and they feed you every day and they put you up into college and they make sure that they pursue your career as a football player as a starting quarterback I don't know. Anybody who tells me that is like, bro, that's a parent because they make because they care and love about you, despite religious belief, despite, you know, ethnicities and anything like that's a parent. They care about you because they care about you enough that they put you up to college. And what grinds my gears the most is that I'm all for, you know, Colin Kaepernick's cause of, you know, police brutality, silent protests. And I'm all for it to it. I'm all for how he's calling the NFL all that. But he went way too extreme to the point like you got to call out your own family, your own parents, the people that actually truly care about you. Because let me tell you, no other black family wanted you. But the biological parents, they give you up. So the fact that you 
bash your own parents, the parents that they actually give you like love and house. That's just that's just some bullshit out of you. You now you're just ten, uh, tendering to what the people are telling you to do. Oh yeah, and, and the one thing that I did not like is like, oh yeah, what's wrong with ha having cornbreads? And her his parents was like, because you will look like a thug wearing cornbreads. Let me tell you how many many families will say the same thing to their children because you look like a fuck at this. It has nothing to do with ethnicity or color or any of them. They're, they will say the same thing to anybody because they don't want to look like something that people want to portray you to look like. Every parent in the world said the same thing. Like, bro, I'm glad that they say that because I would have said the same thing. And I'm not talking out of my ass by saying like, oh, this is just some white family that's saying this. No. I look at some of the comments and people that are talking about even the breakfast club claimed this is like, yeah, no, my, I said the same thing to my my kids. Like, don't do this because you look like a fuck. And it happened to me on my parents. This is DJ Envy speaking. He's black and Charlemagne the God as well. They both the same same thing that it did happen to. Don't dress like that because you're going to look like an answer. You're not. It's called parenting. They don't want the they don't want the world to look at you in a certain way, which is what the Netflix series that he did demonstrate a little bit. I enjoyed it. I fairly enjoyed it. The first part of, you know, comparing slaves to, to NFL prospects, you know, to the draft, way off. That's, that's way off. No way. There's a difference between being a slave and being a, uh, drafted by the NFL. A huge difference. A lot of reasons. Main reason, main difference. One of them is you got to work for free and you have no freedom. Yeah, the one you work and you get paid hundreds, if not millions of dollars and you got freedom. Fucking big difference, Colin. That was some that was some stupid shit that came from you. But since like since I talk about it, oh, well, I'm just going to end it like this. That Colin Kaepernick's now mission is a is being a hypocrite, to be honest. And he's just catering to the, the black community just to show them like, yeah, I'm one of you guys, but you were never one of you guys. Honestly, that's just just um, trying to please a lot of people and you're and you're just hurting yourself. And what pissed me off even more about it, the hypocrisy that he comes is that he keeps calling out the NFL by saying they're a bunch of racist old folks and whatnot. And two things could be right. But then again, if you hate the NFL that much, why are you into going to tryouts for other people's teams? <laughs> why? If you hate the NFL that much, why are you going to tryouts to play football if you hate the NFL that much? Oh, because football is my passion. So, okay, then go go to the CFL, the Canadian League. Go to the XFL. Gotcha, bitch. Yo! If you hate NFL that much and you want to play and you love football that much that you want to play, go to those leagues. Congratulations. You played yourself. But why? But you call yourself a hypocrite by going to the tryouts and trying to show them, yeah, I still got it. I feel like you missed your spot. You missed your chance. And your prime time went off. You're never, ever going to play again to the NFL. And if you do, it'll be like a shitty contract and you're not going to be the greatest ever. You're not, you're not a Peyton Manning. Let's just move on to something good before we wrap this up. Um, Last of Us. Yay! Last of Us. Final season came about, and let me tell you, oh my god, it was amazing, bro! It, like it ended perfectly, as you could see in the screen. Like you see, like basically, 
all the viewership from Last of Us, how a lot of people have been watching Last of Us. And, and it's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. And they ended just the way how they that you would expect to end it. The last episode, I was shocked and surprised that they started with um with um with Ellie's um uh, original voice actor and you know actor um the games, you know. I forgot it was, I think it was Ashley Johnson or something like that. I forgot. I'm so bad with that. But the original voice actor of Ellie came and played a part, a small part in the Last of Us. And it was, bro, amazing. Like, and it, and just catered to the to what's happening, to how it ended. It just ended good. Will I put it at a 10 how it ended? No, I'll give it like a seven or eight. You know, it's fine. Because I already know what to expect, you know, so I already know what's going on. But the storyline was just like perfect, bro. Perfect. The whole season was amazing. And feel bad for everybody who's expecting season two to be amazing. And I'm like, uh, you're not going to like it. What's going to happen? Because, oof, oof, I can't spoil you. I can't spoil. But Last of Us did a phenomenal season. They did a great job. And I'm looking forward for a second season of it. Um, Moving on. Oh, yes. Naruto, believe it. Naruto has they claim they say that new Naruto episodes are coming our way in honor of the anime's 20th anniversary, which is amazing, bro. Well, gotta refresh that. Okay. Uh, where is it? Right here. Right here. That's right. So there's gonna be four new episodes that are coming in September <laughs> that, that's related to Naruto. Now, I don't know the length of these episodes, and I don't know. If the episodes are like small recaps only to be reanimated on a, on a better scale, a better visuals, or they're just new episodes from the original series. I don't know. It just says that they're putting, they're airing four new episodes. And I don't know if it's going to be four new episodes or it's going to be like, you know, oh, we're putting these four episodes and then we're putting a little bit more. I don't know. But this is great news. I'm looking forward to to see this in episodes for Naruto because Boruto has been coming down to shit. But finally, finally, I'm happy to say that Boruto on, on show is coming to an end because a time skip is about to happen. If people are reading the manga, the time skip is, is upon us. It's going, it's going to start and it's going to change it. It's, so it's going to be like, like another Naruto Shippuden because, bro, they, uh, the anime literally got caught up with the with the manga so they need to pause it let let the manga flesh it out and once it's fleshed out then we can you know finish up the story but yeah finally boruto was just suck and, and they put out you know they put out the manga stories on a few times and whatnot so it's like i'm happy for it uh next topic suicide squad oh this Suicide Squad killed the Justice League delayed again. This has been a recent report not too long ago. The game was originally set for launch in 2022 before being delayed to May 2023. And now it's being delayed again. We don't know the, the next delay out of it. But you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather for them to give me certain delays to make sure that the game is polished and is on point and there's no issues, no bugs and whatnot than to give me an a cyberpunk half-ass game with all the problems and whatnot. So I'm okay with it, um, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. It sucks that they have to delay it, 
But there's nothing that we can do at this point. And we're just, you know, pray that when it gets released, it's not as bad as it is, or hopefully it's not bad at all. That's it for today. So guys, thank you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. And remember, always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Wolfpack Podcast or at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and and of course, the video channel, youtube.com slash The Lone Wolf Podcast, where you can check all my latest episodes on The Lone Wolf Podcast and The Wolfpack Podcast. That's right, guys. The Wolfpack Podcast is under the umbrella of The Lone Wolf Podcast. So, guys, make sure to check it out on my youtube.com slash The Lone Wolf Podcast or at Lone Wolf Pod. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experience. If you guys got a specific topic that you guys want me to cover, Please let me know in the comments down below, and I'm going to do my best to cover it on the next episode, especially now that Spotify uploaded its recent commentator, which now you can actually have comments on Spotify and actually do Q&As on it, you know? So let me know on the Spotify account. Let me know that you guys, you know, have a few questions that you want me to answer, and I'll be more than happy to answer it, guys. Let me know in the comments down below. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys at the next one, all right? Peace. Me away